Welcome to All Steelers Talk, your home for everything Pittsburgh Steelers, presented by AllSteelers.com. What is up, Steelers Nation? Thank you so much for jumping on to another episode of All Steelers Talk. Make sure to subscribe to us on YouTube, youtube.com slash Talk. Check us out anywhere you get your podcasts. I'm Noah Strackbine, joined every Friday by my main man, Derek Bell. Find us, oh, I just said that, find us on youtube.com. I screwed up the intro. I knew as soon as I said the find us on YouTube, I was like, it's going to get bad real quick. Anyways, we got plenty to talk about today. New signings, Keanu Neal, who I want to call Keanu Reeves. We'll get into that and plenty more. Breeden Fioco, plenty of pre-draft visits. And on top of that, a mock draft because everybody's been asking. And it's about that time. We are one month away, less than one month away from the draft. Best month of the year. How you feel, my friend? Man, I'm excited. I don't know. You you saying we're only one month away for the draft is it gets me hype. I'm not gonna lie. Twenty seven uh, days. Yeah. I, I kind of had this same revelation yesterday. I was sitting here thinking to myself, I'm like, man, we're we're getting pretty close. So yeah, I'm excited about that. Excited. It's uh it's crazy how close it is. I, I went to I actually like filled out my April calendar the other day and I put it in and I was like the NFL draft, and I was like, wow, we are literally four weeks from the NFL draft plenty still to happen obviously one month is crazy a lot could happen within a month within the NFL especially this time of the year but plenty has happened in the last 24 hours last night right as you sit down for dinner obviously the Pittsburgh Steelers agreed to terms with two new guys Keanu Neal and Breeden Fioko which I'm hoping I say that last name right if not we'll get it right at some point Big signings. Both of them, I think, are more depth pieces than anything. What were your What was your initial reaction when you saw those last night? Yeah, um, definitely agree. Definitely depth pieces. Um, you know, those guys are there's paths to both of them potentially earning starting roles. Um, but I think you know, definitely not guys that are going to be guaranteed you know spots, um, even you know necessarily on the roster. But on the surface, um, I did. I did like or see the reasoning behind both signings um you know neil has you know tons of experience he's played a lot of snaps um you know former first round pick so he's got the draft pedigree um you know played some linebacker played both safety positions um more of a box guy more of a guy that's going to thrive um you know moving forward um i also think that he kind of sets him and Alandon roberts kind of have that same theme of like kind of what their off or what their offseason has been about and just like physicality. And I think yeah. that, you know, Roberts and Neil play the football the same way. You know, there's an element of violence to their games. Um, and then Foco, they, they needed to add a cheap nose tackle somewhere, like to compete with Montrevious Adams, um, you know, just to add depth there, just in case, you know, there's not a guy in the draft class that they're able to come away with um, yeah. here next month. So, yeah, I, I agree. I think that they're both good players. Uh, do you really think that they don't have a spot to make the roster? Like, I think both of them, maybe not Fayoko. I, I think that's, you know, it depends on how the draft goes. But I, unless I kind of look at Keanu Neal as a guy that removes the safety blanket, like the Steelers, I think, are realizing or have realized long ago when they tried to get Terrell Edmonds back that they wanted to go safety in the draft, but they have so many needs that if they prioritize safety, without at least getting a backup plan, 
then they're forced to go draft a safety. Now they could look at it and say, if a safety falls to us, good for us. If not, we could totally ignore it and we'll be okay. I also think that it, it brings in the conversation of, you know, the Brian Branch, the Anthony Johnson juniors, the, I saw who are they talking to out of Louisville? Who's the slot corner in, in Louisville? Clark. Keytrail Clark. Yeah. Keytrail Clark. Um, I saw that they have interest in him. I think that it, kind of shows their hand of what maybe they've been trying to tell us. And we just, you know, weren't interpreting it the same way is that those guys that could play the slot that could play the nickel, that might be their approach in the draft. I just think that Neil, you know, kind of rounds that out, gives them that ability. Yeah. I, I think, I think there's definitely a path to him earning playing time. Um, yeah. I don't, I definitely think, um, you know, it's going to be interesting to see how the draft plays out. Only reason I say like not guaranteed, um, you know, a spot is, you know, it kind of reminds me a little bit of like when they signed Carl Joseph um, a couple years back. Like, I feel like when they did that, they kind of had this idea in mind that Joseph was going to come in, uh, play some like dime yep. uh, for them um, in sub package football. And that's kind of what I felt like uh, with Neil too, just watching him. But I think he's a perfectly competent box safety to where like if they don't get the guy, um, you know, the board doesn't fall a certain way in the NFL draft. They can, you know, feel comfortable going into the season with him and KZ and, you know, they can put that need off for like another year. Um, so yep. I like that. Yeah, I agree. 27 years old. Um, I think it was a good signing Steelers football, like the eight interceptions. I think that the, di- you, you know, spot on. I'm glad you brought up the Carl Joseph thing because the dime backer I think is, is where we're going to see a lot of Neil. Like sure. the fact that he played, I, I didn't watch, you know, I'm not, I don't watch the Cowboys, never watched the Cowboys. Do you, did, do you remember him playing middle linebacker there at all? I was, I was a little shocked. I won't lie. Yeah. I remember, I remember that off season, like him going through that switch. I know. Um, do you remember base- that switch? What was the switch? Like, well, was he not he was good literally just playing like he was playing like full-time linebacker. I yeah, don't, yeah, yeah. Um, I don't really recall um, watching too much tape. I'm sure I saw them live that year, but I, I didn't watch the tape on it. I know like he uh, did not grade out very well for pro football focus. I just checked that out of curiosity, but um, no, he's definitely, I, I think I was reading something last night when I was just doing some research. He said that when he signed with Tampa, he was really excited about moving back to safety. Like he, he was really excited about that move. Like he felt like, you know, He's just a lot more comfortable at safety. He said that he doesn't regret necessarily the inside linebacker transition, but, um, you know, he was happy to be going back to safety. So I, I think that cool. that makes sense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Me too. I, I, I like the move. Like I said, good Terrell Edmonds replacement. I think on the defensive line too, I don't think that necessarily changes anything for the draft. Do you see differently or you kind of agree with that? Yeah, I mean, Neil has a better shot, I think, to make the roster and to um, – you know, to make a bigger impact maybe or play more snaps than Fajoko does. But I I do think that, it you know, it's not going to – neither one of these moves alter their draft prep. I just think, you know, they're kind of um, those safety blankets, you know, to kind of fall back on if the draft doesn't fall a certain way. Um, okay. And, like, we've seen the Steelers make these moves, uh, you know, throughout the Kevin Colbert era. They sign free agents um, where they feel like they have needs and then they go into the draft and they draft over those players that they sign – and that's just so that, like, you don't feel the need to reach or draft a certain position at a certain spot. Um, so, you know, really business as usual, I feel like, for the Steelers with these signings. Uh, but for Hoko, like, at least, 
you know, he he's definitely more of like a run defender than a pass uh, pass rusher. Just I've only been able to watch like a handful of snaps uh, this morning, but uh, doesn't really offer a ton as a pass rusher. But you know, just gives them you know kind of a guy that can come in and play on the early downs in the middle. Yeah, I agree, and, and that was their biggest thing is that they needed somebody because Adams is so pass rush specific. They needed that other body. I, I've seen clips; people were tossing clips on Twitter of his his play at the end of the season. It looked pretty good. No complaints. I think it's a it's a good move. I love that his mom tweeted out a picture of him in a Troy Palmolo jersey. That made my whole day. That's she followed cool. me instantly, and I was just like, this lady is my new favorite person. Mm-hmm. Like, I just – I like a mom who's involved on Twitter. They always make things better, a little bit happier. So, uh, yeah, that was cool. All right, let's talk pre-draft visits. It's been a very busy week for the Pittsburgh Steelers, uh, just cornerback-wise. They have brought in Joey Porter Jr. yesterday – before that, it was Emmanuel Forbes. Tyreek Stevenson out of Miami is also scheduled. And Julius Brents is also scheduled. That is just this week alone. I believe last week, Keely Ringo's name was popped in there. Maybe the week before that. Um, on top of that, the list is long. At this point, the list is very long of guys that they have brought in. But noticeable ones that have come up recently. Jonathan Mingo out of Ole Miss. Bigger guy, mid-round pick. Dwan Jones, obviously, has been on this. Uh, Osiris Torrance out of Florida. That's a name to watch. Steve Avila. Am I saying that right? Mm-hmm. Yep. Out of TCU. John Michael Schmitz out of Minnesota. Cody Mock out of North Dakota State has entered the conversation. And then just before we jumped on today, Keanu Benton adds his name to the list as well. I mean, busy week. Does it give you any direction? Like when you hear any of this, do you say, oh, cool, or are you – just more lost trying to put the puzzle together yeah still a heavy focus you know in the areas that we've kind of seen them focus on so far um you know the trenches defensive line offensive line uh i know cody mock was reported um as well today i believe um so that's another name uh he's a guy that played tackle um at north dakota but he's gonna end up probably i would imagine going to guard at the next level so um yeah, I mean, I think it's really interesting that, you know, they're prioritizing at least with their visits, you know, the trenches, still a heavy interest in cornerbacks. I know um, they've had Emmanuel Forbes in there uh, for a top 30, I believe. Uh, you mentioned Keely Ringo. They've shown him a ton of interest uh, throughout the process as well. So, yeah, um, Julius Brents, another senior bowl guy, um, he's he's a player who I think has, um, you know, I'm not, I'm not sure if I know we often use a phrase like helped their stock. Um, but I think sometimes it's just like the consensus catching up to the league. But um, he's a player that, you know, I feel like I was getting pictures of mock drafts sit to me all the time of people drafting <laughs> him with like a fourth round pick. And now, yeah. you know, he's getting legitimate like top 50 buzz. Like I've seen him as recently as like yesterday mocked at like 35. So um, definitely an interesting player. Um, a, lot, a lot of interesting names. I think the the least surprising thing to me is their interest in um, – Benton and Gervon Dexter from Florida like those two guys like I tweeted this out yesterday the day before but like I just feel like very very confident that one of those two players is going to be a Steeler come draft weekend like I I would I would be really surprised like if if neither of them uh ended up Steelers like those are my flag plant guesses I feel like as of right now okay so explain both of those guys to me because they're both in my eyes defensive ends pretty true-blooded defensive ends but the Steelers don't necessarily need a defensive end. Yeah. So 
for me, um, you know, Dexter is a toolsy interior defensive lineman. Um, okay. He has pretty much no pass rush playing right now. He's literally just coasting <laughs> on all athletic tools. Uh, cool. He's an athletic dude. He can really move, um, you know, but he's really just coasting on like pure strength. Um, and then like when his motor's running, like you see him make an impact. Uh, Benton is a different player. He has played a lot of nose at Wisconsin, but like I'm not really sure that he's hmm. going to be a nose at the next level. I think he may be better as like a three tech. I know um, people that I like trust and talk to or have talked to like since the fall um, seem to be split on that, whether like, you know, he should be a nose or a three tech. Um, in terms of the Steelers, I just think both of them fit like kind of what they look for. Benton is a better player. Like right now, he's a pretty solid run defender. Dexter has all the tools in the world, but he's just kind of this moldable ball of clay who probably isn't going to make a significant impact as a rookie just because he's raw. But <laughs> I think when you look at defensive linemen like this, like you, you gotta, um, I know they brought back Larry Joby. that three-year deal definitely signals that they believe he's going to be a big part of this defense moving forward. But you know, Cam Hayward's getting up there in age. Like, he's only going to be able to defy, you know, father time for so long. And, like, at some point you're going to have to make a significant investment, you know, yep. a second-round pick or something like that to kind of replenish the cupboard. That way when, you know, Hayward steps away, like, you're not left, you know, just high and dry to where, you know, you got to overspend in free agency or you back yourself in a corner uh, that year in the NFL draft where you have to feel like you pick a certain position at a certain spot. So do do you do you think these guys are that early? Like I thought Dexter was like a fourth round pick. Maybe a third. He, he's gonna go he's gonna go I'd be pretty surprised if he got out of like the top like 65, 75 picks. But I okay it, it wouldn't surprise me if he went as early as like 40 early second round. Like early second yeah. round just because guys that like guys with his size, speed, power kind of combination, like like defensive line coaches are going to want a third to get their hands on him. Like okay. he he's really raw, but like all the tools are there for him to be a really impactful player at the next level. He didn't take the step this past year at Florida that I think a lot of people you know were anticipating, including me. Um, but I, I still think that there's there's significant upside there, and then Benton. He's a guy who I think, you know, same kind of range, but for different reasons. I just think he's a better player right now, um, but maybe doesn't offer like the same type of floor just because he's not the same uh, athlete. Gotcha. Okay. Okay. I could see that. Good to keep in mind. I, I, my mock draft came out on Tuesday, didn't have a defensive tackle until 80, mm -hmm. I believe. I just, I, you know, I, I, a defensive end. That one's going to get me. But I did have Dexter in my draft originally, but it was later. It was like 120 or something. So I didn't see that he'd be that high. That was before yeah. the NFL combine, obviously. But I like the moves. I like Keanu Benton. From what I saw at the Senior Bowl, the dude's a stud. Dexter didn't really do anything. I, I, I didn't watch any of his tape. I just know that he got in some trouble. Um, and I talked to somebody at the NFL combine who literally told me that this guy is the best athlete in the draft and everybody knows it except for the public and i was like oh yeah okay i think i think it's a it's a nice um it's a nice proposition uh for either one of those guys to end up with the steelers i just think i think it makes all the sense in the world and they showed them like a significant amount of interest obviously Bent was at the senior bowl i thought at the 
senior bowl, like he showed that he, you know, some of those improvements as a pass rusher, um, he really worked on his hands. I feel like in the, in the off season. Um, and I, I saw some improvement this year at Wisconsin. Um, but you know, they met with Benton at the senior bowl. They've met with both of them formally at the combine. Both of those, those guys had top 30 visits. Um, I just think there's, there's a lot of smoke there. There's definitely interest, um, in those two players for sure. All right. So last pre-draft visit I want to talk about, and then we'll do the mock draft here real quick. Jonathan Mingo, big body. Omar Khan said the day the day that the news came out of his pre-draft visit, I believe, that they're still looking for a slot receiver that they want, quote-unquote, their type of slot receiver. I think we could all assume that means a big-bodied guy. Is he, like, the option for big-bodied guys? I, I don't agree that they should go get a big-bodied guy. I think that they should adapt to what the NFL is, and the NFL is a very fast game with very fast athletes, including very fast wide receivers. And the Steelers don't have any of those except for Calvin Austin. I think that should be their direction. But do you think Jonathan Mingo is the Steelers type of slot receiver that they're talking about? Yeah, I think, I mean, just trying to piece together what that could potentially mean is interesting yeah. because, you know, they play different guys in the slot. Um, just yeah. under under Matt Canada, they haven't had any type of impact out of that position. So it, it'll be interesting to see who they pick because, um, you know, it'll give us a clue on how they want that position to look next season, which is going to definitely be different. Um, Mingo's an interesting player. You know, he's played outside and inside. Um, really big, big dude. And a, and a pretty, I think he's a pretty uh, pretty solid route runner for like his size. Um, not like breakaway speed, but he did create, like they were able to kind of scheme up some explosives uh, for him. Um, you know, he was a guy that I feel like Ole Miss fans and like college football fans were kind of waiting on to break out. Um, and he, you know, finally did. I, f- I feel like he had the best year of his career. I'm pretty sure statistically this past season. So um, interesting player. I, I do think he's a probably like a power slot. I, I watched a couple games just after they, excuse me, my alarm, um, just after they, you know, announced that visit. And, you know, it's, it's nice to have those like power slots to where you can throw screens and stuff to the outside, to the perimeter. And like, he's a capable blocker from what I saw, which I liked that. Um you know, it's just a different type of skill set, I feel like, than, you know, somebody that they have had, you know, in recent years. Yeah, yeah. I, I But at the same time, I mean, yes, I agree with the skill set. The physique, I think that they've been trying to, with the Juju and the Chase Claypool, and it just hasn't worked out, and they've been stuck with these other options. So I thought that just connecting the dots there in one day, thought that was very interesting. Um, saw that he played a little bit of off-ball tight end on your Twitter. That was pretty cool, too. Yeah, they were they were doing some some uh, some funny kind of stuff with him. It's uh, it was pretty interesting. I I, I think it's always uh, Kiffin's offenses, um, dude. Always like something. A, it's a masterpiece of just disasters. Like kind of how I describe <laughs> it. They also met with Charlie Jones. Uh, he's another yes. guy. Um, really uh, older prospect. He's gonna be a twenty five year old rookie. Um, but you know he kind of finally broke out last year. He's moved around. Uh, started his career at Buffalo or Iowa, one or the other, and then, you know, went to Purdue this past season and just blew the heck up. Uh, he, I watched, I, I don't think I've watched any tape on him necessarily. I, I know I've seen him on tape, but I wasn't watching him. Uh, but I watched him a bunch live this year, and he gave it to some really good corners. I remember, like, he was giving Garrett Williams trouble. Um, I know I watched the Penn State game of when I was studying Joey Porter Jr., uh, he had a bunch of good plays in that game too. So he gave some some really good corners um, 
some, you know, some, some fits this past season. He was ultra productive and he, even though he's only like 5'11", I think 175, 180 pounds, like yeah. he was a contested catch machine, especially like on back shoulder throws on the sideline. So he's going to be a day three guy just because of his age. And, you know, there's probably not significant upside there. But, like, he's a guy that I think is going to – he's going to make a roster. Um, I think that the Steelers could double dip at wide receiver. I think that it's very much so a possibility if they don't sign anybody else. Just as an excuse to – move on from some of the guys that they have now. So that's a name to watch. It's definitely a name to watch. All right, let's do this mock draft. We're, we're using PFN pro football network. Is it, did it come up? Nope. There it is. Pro football network will be the Pittsburgh Steelers. Obviously. I mean, everything's pretty much as is seven rounds. We're good to go. You got anything to say before we hit let's draft here. No, just uh, we're going to do this. I mean, you guys can feel free to put like who you guys want um, in the comments, but we're going to do this mock draft just um, as like who we would take. So this is less predictive and just more like kind of for fun. So yes, 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 yes. Yeah. New signings, new outlook on the Steelers here real quick. Nothing, you know, simulations, I think, are different than like sitting down and putting together a mock draft like this is this never plays out the way that you believe it's going to. It also probably plays out way closer to the truth than you think is going to happen too, because we're all terrible at mock drafts, but all right, let's get into it here. Do you, is this the speed? Oh, I like this speed. It's a good speed. Let's close this. We don't need some ads. If you want me to pause see. it, just tell me. No, I'm just trying to figure out. Uh, I'm just trying to see who we who we got on the board here. Yeah, Paris Johnson, Christian Gonzalez, six. All right, the first played out. Jalen Carter gone. Thought he was going to slide. Devin Witherspoon gone at 12. Skaronsky gone at 13. Addison goes to the Patriots. Oh, Joey Porter Jr. goes, are we doing trades? Uh, I'll leave that up to you. Oh, <laughs> all right. Somebody toss it in the chat. First, first answer. Yeah. Yes or no. First, doing first answer. Yes or no on trades. Are we doing trades? I mean, this one doesn't look like it's going to gonna hurt us a ton just to move back one spot. No, this is a great a, trade. Like, yeah. I think we have to take this trade. All right. We're taking right. the trade. Now, future trades. Not, not, not uh, interested yeah. in that. We're, not, we're, we're, we're here for this year guy. only. I don't like that one either that much no yeah okay all right let's make the pick let's make the pick here i'll let you i'll let you say who you would pick first okay let's look for uh top guys here all right and this is just for fun or are we going like am i am i in this, the mind of omar khan right now i, I think you're in the mind of noah strackbone oh okay but it's right. a dangerous place, but it's a dangerous place to be right now. All right. So I'm obviously a huge Brian Branch guy. I love Brian Branch. I'm gonna give you three names right here. Brian Branch, Lucas Van Ness, but I'm not putting him on the edge. He's playing defensive tackle. No questions about it. Um, and then Nolan Smith, I think are are my go to's there. Who what are you thinking? Who are you thinking? Do you want me to scroll down? No. Uh I, I, I if it's me, I'm picking Deontay Banks. That's who I'm picking. I think you're going Banks Deontay is, Banks over everybody yeah, on the board right I, now. I think I think Banks the top 15 player in this class. If you guys watched the cornerback rankings, you you kind of probably already heard me and Nick kind of 
gush over, you know, his film, but Banks is a really good player, man. Like six foot, 200 pounds, um, physical as all get out, you know, lots of press man reps, uh, imposes his will on receivers, but he's also an extremely explosive mover too. Like I, I just, he can pedal, he can play off, he can press. Um, the one, like the questions that I have about him, man, are like, they're all pretty much coachable. I think he's got an extremely high ceiling. Um, if you guys have listened to like this channel, y'all know that I don't do a ton of comps, but my comp for, um, uh, Banks is actually Marshawn Lattimore. So like, I'm, I'm pretty, (laughs) I'm pretty high on, uh, on Banks' potential. So, okay. All right. So I'm a Banks guy. I'm a big Banks fan. Like Banks. Um, only name I would compare to him is Nolan Smith, I believe. And I, I think that would be the only name that would come close. But since the Steelers obviously need a corner and would like to go corner over Deontay Banks, I'm, I'm okay with that, that decision there. We'll, we'll refer to GM DB Steelers. <laughs> All right. Lucas Van Ness off the board. I knew that was the guy right there. Nolan Smith might slide to us. When's the, did, when's our next did pick? Cincinnati trade up? Cause they're not picking at 19. I guess they traded up with Yeah, they've traded Tampa. up with That's the Tampa. Okay. Nolan Smith goes right there. Oh. Uh, no? Okay. Uh, we got yeah. enough picks, I feel like. Yeah. Trenton Simpson right there. That's the move. That's the Is move. That you're All going right. with? No, no. Okay. okay. So if I'm sitting here, I think we got options. Darnell Wright, good option, I think. But you've said that. Oh, you... man. That's a no-brainer. Darnell Wright? That's a no-brainer for me. Yeah, I, I think Wright's going to go top 22. I think he's definitely think, going first round. When's our next pick? We when's don't pick again until 49. 49. We didn't. When was our, what was our trade? What did we get in the trade here? We got 81, I think. We'll go 80, and 81. sent away 120. Gotcha. Okay. All right. Uh, I think, I, I I mean, think I Wright's, a, Wright's the move. More, other, go ahead. My other option would have been Darnell Washington because I just love that guy. Yeah. And then, I don't know, maybe Mazzy Smith, but uh, no, my two options would be Darnell Wright or Darnell Washington. Yeah, they've shown more interest in Dewan Jones, but I, I really like Wright. He he's actually yeah. my um my tackle two right now behind Paris Johnson Jr. Um, I, I really like Wright's tape. Uh, he tested extremely well, um, probably better than I think a lot of people envision. Uh, the tapes there. He's got experience playing left tackle. He broke out this past season, you know, with the extremely productive year at right tackle for the Vols. Um, if he if he's here at thirty two, man, this is this is a slam dunk. I feel like. Yeah, yeah. I saw Lewis uh, Riddick say that he's the best player, quote unquote, the best player in the draft. I saw Pit that. Legend. That was that was high praise, man. It, high I, praise. I like him, dude. but that's high praise. I was like, whoo, okay. There's a lot of guys in this draft here, kid, but. You know, I do. I like the pick, you know, two of them. Hard to argue with that one. I feel good about it. We got a, we got a corner. We have a, an offensive tackle. You you believe he could switch to the left side, so I feel like that's that's good enough. Clark Phillips gone. Dude, Darnell Washington's on the board, man. No, get out of here with this terrible pick. No. I think there's too much talent on the board right now. Yeah. All right, here who do we like? I don't know because you were just you just went on a whole rant about Gervon Dexter. Okay, Will McDonald also a stud. John Michael Schmitz, obviously great one. Darnell Washington still on the board. Man, 
that's, that's manual really... four. You could toss a manual Forbes in the slot. That's a really good. Uh... It's a great board right now. Yeah, it's a great board. Jack, Can- Jack Campbell is it? Uh, did he just come off the board? Wow! Right Jack- before got wow. sniped. I would have yeah. liked to take taking Campbell here. At yeah, 49. Campbell would have been a good one. Would have been um, a good one. I'll, I'll let you take this one. I, I'm I'm open to pretty much any of the names that you said. Um, I know. Me too. We we don't pick again until eighty. But then yeah. we got two picks. We filled. I don't know. See, like I think the sleeper the here. We got a tackle in the corner. I think a sleeper here is Emmanuel Forbes. I think that's great value at forty nine. Not as big of a risk. Darnell Washington's a stud. You know, I don't care what you say about uh, Zach Gentry, but I don't know. I'm feeling John Michael Schmitz <laughs> a little bit. I'm feeling John Michael Schmitz a little bit. I think I just think it's a good move. I I you look at I like Mason Cole, but. I think if we're adding value, John Michael Schmitz might be one of the best, you know, interior offensive linemen in this draft, probably the best center in this draft. I just, I feel good about it. I feel good about yeah. center. We're Pull going it. John Michael Schmitz. Darnell, wish we could have had you. Couldn't do it. You know, a couple of years, Mike T will go catch you somewhere. No doubt about it. We got Drew Sanders gone. Manuel Forbes lasts a little while. All right. Switching up a little bit here. What's our next needs? What's our next remaining needs, you think? Well, I feel like we filled the filled the big two um in corner and tackle already. So that's I think we're off to a pretty good start. Um getting a center, I think that that makes sense, you know, as a developmental swing piece on the interior. Oh, we do have pick 81. Oh, so we got back-to-back picks right here. Back-to-back picks. Offered 89. Do you take 89? Oh, I mean, oh. that's, I feel like that's a pretty good, that's a pretty good, uh, right? Like you get to move up to 128, you get another pick. You got two, you, cause it, we still have 120. Yeah. So we'll go 120 and 128. Sure. I, I know, I know the people love the trade. So yeah, we got, we got to pull the trigger. Oh, he took a running back. Who cares? No, we don't do this. All right. Tank Bigsby. Slap him in there. Um, Oh, we could have waited and got Joe Tittman. I would have much rather Joe Tittman. The dude's got the best hair in the draft. Best hair in the draft. All right. Um, I'm going to let you do this one. Uh, Keep keep scrolling down a little bit. I'm just, like, curious on who's – like, I, I'm not familiar. Like, I don't watch these – Um, like, I, I don't do mock drafts, so I'm trying yeah, I, to figure out, I, I like, just... where everybody's uh kind of heads at here. Man, Zach okay, uh, go up a little bit. I think I'm between uh, Jatavius Martin. I like uh, Jaden Reed will be an interesting player around this range. Um, Martin, you know, he, he's got experience playing, you know, like free safety. He's got experience playing in the slot. He's got man cover experience, uh, physical player. It's a capable player right there. It's a Pittsburgh Steelers. Yeah. Um, Dan Henley's I'm, still on the board, too. Yeah, though. Henley, too, would be another guy. I think Henley's kind of interesting because I feel like he's a good contrast from what they've already got. Um, We got Marvin Mims tossed out there, Christopher Smith, yeah. Jaden Reed. I think, I think I want Martin. I think that's who I would go. You want Martin here? Yeah. Give me a slot Davies. corner. Uh, we, we're we're Ooh. Gucci in the slot. We're, we're Gucci in the secondary. 
Yeah, we are, yo. The secondary is looking Banks, real good. Martin. Real good. Offensive top line top is looking real good. Oh. <laughs> we we got enough picks. I I I'll say we make this one. All right, all right. Let's uh go go up, dude. I haven't. Do we want to get a receiver going. here? You think of Trey Palmer? I'm thinking. I, I think Jaden Reed's an interesting player. Where at? Do I not see them? I'm not seeing somebody in the chat saying Jaden Reed. Uh, oh yeah, there he is. Is Marvin Mims on the board still? Receiver. Why is this? Is this sorted? Go up. Go up. Go up. Go up. I'm about oh, to say, yeah. why is it? It had to start like where? No, no, no. Oh, so he's not on the board. Huh. Okay. Oh. Um, I missed out on Mims. Somebody saying Trey Palmer. Um, I think, I think we grab, uh, we grab Jaden Reed. Jaden Reed, Jonathan yeah. Mingo's right there too. Xavier Hutchinson as well. You yeah. thinking Jaden Reed over all these guys? Yeah, I, I I think I think Reed out of that group. I see Parker Washington. Parker Washington's Hank another Gale. one. Bryce Ford Wheaton's a good one. Rakim Jarrett. Yeah, I think we get Jaden Reed. A little right. inside outside versatility. Kind of was hurt by a little bit of quarterback play. I feel like this past season, but yeah, I like good it. player. I like it a lot. I like it a lot. Wayne Somebody Morris. said I kind of like Bergeron here, another big tackle. I know some teams, um, I think view Bergeron as a guard, uh, but yeah, there's there's stuff to work with. Uh, Bergeron, the only thing that's kind of scary about him is like his anchor ability. Um, so it's that's like a big question mark to me. I feel like when he faced guys that had a lot of power, he was kind of just get pushed back too easily. Um, talented player though. I know he started the season like incredibly, uh, incredibly well. Zach Pickens just goes off the board now. Late. All right, 128. We're on the board. No trade requests. Okay. Nobody cares anymore. These are our <laughs> picks and our picks only. What do we got? We got 128. How many more picks do we have left? We have 128. Let's pause this just in case. 128. Wow, then we go a minute here. Did we lose all our picks? Uh, well, they don't have a one forty one. I don't know if we. I know, but didn't we one. pick up some? What I don't did we know. pick I guess up? Not. All right, so two forty one and one twenty eight. I guess. I guess we only have yeah. two picks left. Is I think we have three. We should have two sevens. Unless, well, maybe no, we, I traded think we, one. Traded one we traded away. one. <laughs> See, this is, this is how general managers get fired because they don't keep track. Yeah, of, like, awful draft. All right, uh, so let's. So who do we have so far? What's the what does our draft board look like currently? We have who's our first pick? Oh, Deontay Banks, Darnell yeah. Wright, John Michael Schmitz. Mm-hmm. Who else uh, do we pick? I know we pick Jartavius Martin, Jaden Reed. Oh, yes. Okay, so we have our corners set. We have our offensive line done. We have a wide receiver. We don't and have we don't have a linebacker. I uh, y'all know how logo. I feel about this linebacker class. Oh, thank you to Okay, so yeah, we've got two picks left. So let's see what let's see what the linebacker options yeah, are. Yeah, we do need a linebacker. Line. We do need a linebacker. Oh, we also did we draft we did not draft a defensive tackle, did we? Yeah, we haven't taken a defensive lineman yet. No. Okay. All right. All righty. 
Dorian that's all Williams. I want right there. That's there it is. That's the only. I was name hoping he was still needed. available right there. That was the only name we needed. Beautiful. Beautiful. All right. Linebacker check. We finished this off with a nose tackle and we feel real good about this. I feel like this is a great yeah, what, draft. What what nose tackles are on the are on the board right here? Let's see. Probably not many. Jomo's an interesting player. Carl Brooks. Dante Steele's our stills ain't bad. Carl Brooks, just like you said, Carl Brooks, dominant at the senior bowl. I had this man rushing off the edge at 300 pounds. I know. I know. All right. Not not bad names. Oh, Who is Diaby. this? I, I like Diaby. I want the name. Yeah, yeah. We get Nick, Why is Nick, Nick Herbig? Herbig? I thought Nick Herbig was like more, definitely more sought after it than 226. Well, he could end up in Pittsburgh. You never know. We got a minute. I haven't been my checking God, the chat. So Klaja Canty. Just waiting there. This is this is what it's going to be like on draft day. So everybody gets ready. Yeah, about day to say, three yeah, we're going to be. Steelers sitting. don't have a fifth or sixth round pick, so no. we're going to be. The good news is on day three. I mean, it's not like on day one where you know everybody's yeah. taking fifteen minutes to do their picks. You know, at least yeah. we'll be able to fly through these. Yeah, day three is. Uh, by day three, you're exhausted anyway, so I'm good with the break. It's uh, it's always good. Although last year they went food wise because you know you know me love the food. They went barbecue at night like authentic barbecue so good and then chick-fil-a for lunch again so good yeah right like so now i don't know if i'm gonna get this i might be the only weirdo that shows up at like noon and i'm like hey guys i know you're not picking till you know four o'clock <laughs> but we're gonna hang out here all right last pick on the board we going all let's check all first you always gotta check all carl brooks third name right there Anybody else? That Charlie Thomas is another good one, but we just took a linebacker. Yeah, Tommy I'm, DeVito. I'm thinking um, maybe. I'm thinking either Brooks, my guy Yasir Abdullah's there. Oh, Brenton you Strange were, is an interesting were, player. Brenton Strange is an interesting player. Developmental piece, I think. Good. Has like I'd the, be surprised if he was still on the board in real life. IRO. Yes. Agreed. Yeah, I think we go Brooks or Abdullah, one or the other. I'm cool with either one of those. Really. Who are you higher on? Um, you were a big Abdullah guy at the NFL Combine. Yeah. I mean, I, I, I like both of them. I, I like both of them at this spot right here because I feel like, you know, we're just kind of throwing dart, dart throws at this point. Yeah, we are. We do need, we need a nose tackle. So I think we go Carl Brooks. Finish it off well. Bud Dupree coming back to Pittsburgh. Bring it on. We could trade in. We could try to propose a trade. <laughs> get a get another trade in here. Who's up on the who's up on the clock here? Are we gonna 49ers. trade like a next year's pick? <laughs> <laughs> we could trade next year's seventh round pick. See if we get let's see if we get in here. Look at that. We're back in. How nice of him, man. <laughs> Is he gone? Tell nah, me he picked. should be. He should be there. 
There it is. Arquan Bush, slot receiver or slot corner from Cincinnati. Don't be tossing all these names out here now. No, like, I'm, I'm looking like, at We didn't at come in here picked. for re- we gave up Go a Burr. seventh round pick for this guy. Gobert was a Shrambo guy. Yeah, I, I feel like we killed it, man. I'm not gonna lie to you. Smoked I think this draft. I, I think this is a this is a Super Bowl winning roster right here. Yeah. 2024 yeah. Super Bowl champs. That's what it, look at this. Look at this. Just to run it back, Deontay Banks, instant starter. Fully capable player, only on the up and up. Gets to learn behind Patrick Peterson for at least two seasons. Darnell Wright comes in here, immediate competition with Dan Moore Jr. If he doesn't beat it out, they'll have him next year. Don My- or John Michael Schmitz, developmental piece behind Mason Cole. Beautiful as Cole takes that you know last season into his contract here. Uh, Jartavius Martin, jump right in the slot. Arthur Millette, well, see ya. Sorry. Jaden Reed comes in here, plays both inside, outside. Dorian Williams, if he's not a great special teamer in year one, he's going to do something. Guaranteed it. Carl Brooks come in here, compete with everybody for a nose tackle job. And uh, Bud Dupree, and I don't even think it kicks out Bud Dupree. I just think that Abdullah does nothing but adds competition to Quincy Roche and Jameer Jones. Boom. Boom. Yeah. No, I like the draft. I, I feel like we really uh, we killed that. I really do. Yeah, yeah, that was phenomenal. That was uh, that was a good time. Thank you, everybody, who jumped in here, tossed out some names. Hopefully, we got a, a good ja- draft for you guys as well. Um, yeah, I'll print that one out, and I'll uh, we'll feel real good. Just let's take one more look, one more one more little guy right here. There it is, there it is. All right, so let's go ahead. Give me your give me your role for each one for the top five picks here. Deontay Banks, instant starter. Yeah. Uh, I think I think so. Um, you know, boundary corner, uh, maybe not doesn't start like week one just because, you know, that's how rookies can be. But definitely a starter in year one. I think Darnell Wright is like one of the very few tackle capable guys that can come in and play right away. Um, you know, John Michael Schmitz, probably um, a guy that can at least push Mason Cole. Maybe he maybe he wins that job. Maybe he doesn't. Um, Jartavis Martin, like I said, is lot capable corner, um, has some free safety experience as well. Tons of man coverage, um, reps on his tape, Jaden Reed, plug and play, put him in the slot. Um, you know, he's got inside outside versatility as well. Um, Dorian Williams, really good coverage linebacker who can pack a punch. Um, you know, has some hit power to him too. I, I love him. I'm, uh, I know Aaron Curry was reportedly at his pro day. Yep. So that's an interesting connection too. Carl Brooks gives you some deep, some depth um, as a pass rusher while he kind of remakes his body for the next level. Um, and then Abdullah, like, you know, they were playing him a little bit off ball linebacker at the Shrine Bowl, um, but he was like one of the most productive pass rushers this past season and not just the conference, like the ACC, but in the nation. So uh, really good bend, really good get off. Him and Diaby were a really fun tandem to watch at Louisville last last season. So um, I think we got a bunch of guys that are going to be able to make an impact um, for the Steelers here. Yeah, yeah, absolutely killed this draft. Somebody needs to call Omar Khan tomorrow. I'll let him know. Internships. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When we when I go for the pre-draft like uh, press conference, that's just going to be my I'm like, hey, Omar, this is what we did. Let's see if you can match that. Okay, how close can you get to this? Because this is the best draft you're going to be able to do. I'll let him know. Don't even worry about it. Phenomenal draft. Shout out to us. I hope all drafts end that way. I hope the draft in four weeks ends that way again. Thank you guys for tuning in, doing your part. Um, any final comments before we 
hit the road here on the last episode of March, which means that after we hang up here, it's draft season, baby. It's draft, draft month. month. We're here. The clock is ticking. The Carolina Panthers are officially on the clock. It's big day. So I'm excited. I'm excited. Thank you guys for jumping on to another episode of All Steelers Talk. Make sure to subscribe to us on YouTube, youtube.com slash All Steelers Talk. Find us anywhere you get your podcasts. Check out all of Derek's film reviews on his YouTube channel, Steelers underscore DB. And as always, check all of our work out at allsteelers.com. I will be back on Monday with Steven. We will be back next Friday for more draft, more NFL free agency, more Pittsburgh Steelers talk. Enjoy the weekend. Peace.